Good morning to you all and welcome to this morning's Encounter with the Lord. It's Shanine as your host today. And how is Good everyone morning. this morning? Morning, Shanine. Morning, everyone. How are you this morning, Shanine? I'm fantastic. Praise the Lord. Praise and, the Lord. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. All glory and praise to the Holy and Blessed Trinity today. And may the peace and the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ be with each of you today and your families and all those near to us, our prayer group members and their families and all we've been asked to pray for. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings, the graces and the healings that you are bestowing on us today. For the gift of this new day and restoring us during our sleep. And Lord, we put this hedge of protection around us all ask you to come and cover each one of us, our families, our loved ones, everyone we're praying for with the precious blood of Jesus and surround us with all your angels and archangels. And so we begin today. In the name of the Father, who was our creator, our most high and our provider, our everlasting and almighty God, our refuge and the great I am, and of your son, Jesus, who is the saviour of the world, our healer, our bread of life and our King of Kings and of the Holy Spirit, our comforter, our guide, our advocate, our breath of life and the spirit of truth. So today we're going to continue to meditate on another fruit of the Holy Spirit. Before I begin, I cover and seal every word spoken with the precious blood of Jesus and I pray Isaiah 53, 55, 10, 11 over what is spoken and prayed for today, where it is written. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So today, the fruit of the Holy Spirit we are going to meditate on is faithfulness. We have already covered charity, joy, peace and patience, kindness and generosity. Faithfulness is part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and it is created within us when we allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. Not only does the Holy Spirit help us to be faithful, he explains why we should be faithful in John 16, verses 13 and 14, where it is written, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me. For he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Faithfulness in our daily lives to others is demonstrated by loyalty to friends, duties performed, promises kept, commitments fulfilled, contracts completed, vows observed, and being true to one's word. If we are full of the fruit of faithfulness, we believe God. 
We trust that he always has our best interest at heart. We trust that we are ultimately safe. We believe that God loves us. As written in John 3.16, he gave us his only son, Jesus. And he wants us to be with him. As written in John 14.2, in my father's house, there are many rooms. He is powerful enough to save us. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And he is working in us as written in Philippians 1, 6. We live by faith, not by sight. When God's ways are hidden from us, as written in Isaiah 45, 15, when evil strikes, when hardships come, sometimes one after another. That's when we need the Holy Spirit to produce his fruit of faithfulness in us. Faith is the opposite of fear. Faith protects us from fear. However, fear erodes faith. Now, isn't that the plan of the evil one? Where anyone is invoking fear, it is not of God. Vivek has just given us two powerful teachings on the weapons of our warfare. And part three of this teaching is this Friday night. And what a powerful night that is going to be. In Ephesians 6, 13 to 17, lists the armour of God. Faith, in addition to all, is the shield. If our shield of faith is strong enough to put out all the flaming arrows of the enemy, we are spiritually invulnerable. Hebrews 11 contains a list of some of the Old Testament characters who knew God and steadfastly believed his promises. They had great faith. None of these figures saw God's promises completely fulfilled. Abraham and Sarah were able to witness the birth of Isaac, but neither lived long enough to see their line become a mighty nation. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the, of the Israelites out of Egypt and that they would return to the promised land. But that didn't occur until 400 years after his death. Moses trusted God that his service would bring Israel to the promised land. But he never lived to see God's people become a settled nation. The Bible has much to say about the gift of faith. But he who has doubts is condemned. If he eats because he does not act from faith, for whatever does not proceed from faith is sin, as written in Romans 14, 23. Whatever actions are not informed by God's identity and character are not driven by trust in him, must be sin. Now, faith is the assurance of things hopeful and the conviction of things not seen. 
we have learned this so well. It's written in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hope is the eager anticipation of good. We must never lose hope. A faithful person knows God and trusts that he will fulfill his promises. Those things he hopes for but are still unseen. The righteous shall live by faith, as written in Galatians 3.11. The fruit of the Holy Spirit gives us life. We don't simply endure it. We live. We live by faith. Savvy has given a powerful reflection on do you have the measure of faith yesterday. I encourage everyone to go and read that. A beautiful, powerful reflection. God is faithful and he grants that quality to us, his children. The Holy Spirit produces in believers his faithfulness. As a result, we believe God is who he says he is and that he will do what he says he will do. His faithful character directly affects our lives. We have nothing to fear as we wait for him to fulfill his promises. This assurance is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So let us pray. Father God, through your precious Son, Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we ask for a fresh outpouring and anointing of your fruit of faithfulness. Help us to be more like you. We thank you, Father, that we are so deeply loved by you and that you choose each one of us individually. We are made in your likeness and image and according to your purpose. Embolden us, Father God, to pray, to live and to love and to be more of, more of a reflection of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so, Lord, we bring to you everyone we are praying for on our prayer groups and privately. We just take a moment to bring to the Lord who, are, who we are praying for privately. Lord, and all those we've been asked to pray for in our prayer groups and, and elsewhere, Lord. And all the intentions on our heart, Lord, and there are many many, many people that we are praying for and situations in our own lives, in our families, in our communities and around the world. So Holy Spirit, we now come together to pray in your language with the gift of tongues and intercede today for whom all those we have just mentioned. 
I ask those who can pray in tongues to please unmute and join with me interceding for those we pray for. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Thank you, Under 
as we were praying, my children, you are wonderfully made in my image and my likeness. Come, abide in me and meditate on this. You are my gift. You are my treasure. My beloved children, I love you. Tell my children, my love for them is uncomprehensible. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture I've been given today is from 2 Corinthians 5, 5 to 7. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the spirit as a guarantee. So we are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared on the chat from Deuteronomy 7, verses 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commands. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And just a reminder to everyone, if you're enjoying these morning encounters, the daily reflections, the rosary of a night, and our Friday Bible teachings, praise and worship, scriptures and testimony, please share them. And I invite everyone to join us this Friday at St. Demphis Church Hall, where we will gather in person, face to face, for praise and worship, for testimonies and teaching. We'd love to see anyone who's in Brisbane and surrounding areas. Please come and join us. Just a reminder, also our topic this Friday night is the weapons of warfare. We will learn that in his wisdom and mercy, God has provided us with all the weapons we need to achieve victory. We will learn that our warfare is in the spiritual realm. We will learn in depth about the seven spiritual weapons, and this is going to be part three. We've had two very, very powerful nights. 
So please come and join us. I thank you for joining us today. And may the peace and the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you and your loved ones and all you speak to and come in contact with today. And may the light of Christ that is in you shine brightly to others today. Have a blessed day and thank you for joining us for our encounter with our Lord this morning. Have a great thank you, day. Thank you, Shalene. Thank you, Shalene. God bless everyone. Thank you, sister.